I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF June 16th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. And a great morning to the upcoming 40 millionth Canadian. According to Stats Canada, our population is set to hit 40 million sometime around 3 p.m. Eastern today. It feels just like yesterday, Jay, that we were only at 30 million. How quickly things change? Are you excited? When do you think you came? What number do you think you were in? Uh, in Canada? In that, in that thing? I don't know. Do I even count because I'm not really Canadian? I don't no, know. I'll give it to you. But somewhere in mid, mid-30s, I think. Okay, mid-30s. Nice. I think mid-30s. It is a big deal. I think it is a big deal. I think we ought to celebrate in some way this weekend. Yeah, no, look, it's good. You know, my family came here and as with many others, and it's still great to see that Canada is a great place and a welcoming place for all people around the world. So that's exciting. I think it's great. We got more Canadians in the family. That means more potential peak daily listeners, which is what I care the most about. It's a good way to look at it. I'm not sure infants are our demo, but aside from that, Brett, what do we have for Peak Pals today? Zero to 99. Once you hit 99 though, Jay, no more peak daily. For our first story, a $150 million maple syrup meth bust. For our second story, as rates rise, Canadians' debt gets riskier. And for our last story, Canadian grocers face potential windfall tax. For our first story, according to the UN's 2022 World Drug Report, seizures of methamphetamines are on the rise. The latest of these huge meth busts comes with a rather, let's say, ridiculous Canadian twist. But how are we connected to all this? This is a wild story, Jay. So New Zealand authorities completed the biggest meth bust in the country's history after seizing 713 kilograms of meth valued at $150 million. Now, the shipment was headed for Australia, hidden in, get this, bottles of Canadian maple syrup and canola oil. (laughs) Those are two big exports of ours. The bust, which so far has resulted in the arrest of a dozen individuals, was the result of over five months of collaboration between the three countries. Now, Canadian authorities caught wind of the scheme in January after discovering 2,900 liters of liquid meth hidden in canola oil bottles heading to Australia. We wonder what stereotypical Canadian export the cartel would have used next. Would it be back bacon, Shania Twain CDs? Yeah, or Bieber hats. Yeah. The authorities swapped the meth for a harmless substance and sent the package on its way with police down under tailing the people who came to pick it up. And this all matters because crime syndicates aren't publishing quarterly earnings reports. So it's hard to know just how big an industry the illegal drug trade is. But we know this. It is big. Some estimates peg it at nearly 1% of global GDP. The most recent government estimate for the size of the Canadian drug market from 2001. But even though it's that old, it's still likely in the tens of billions of dollars. For our second story, if someone owes you a fat stack of cash, now might be a good time to check if they're still good for it, especially if you happen to be a Canadian financial institution. So, Jay, how are Canadian financial institutions or why are they checking in on Canadians and their debt? Well, Canada's top financial regulator, the Office of the Superintendent of Financial Institutions, OFSI, warned major lenders to adopt a more prudent and active account management approach. In other words, be extra, extra careful about lending money. And a top concern is around the risk of, quote unquote, negative amortization on mortgages when a borrower's monthly payments aren't enough to cover the interest on their debt. It's happening because Canadians are taking on near record levels of debt, which is becoming more expensive as interest rates rise. Households now hold $1.85 in debt for every dollar of disposable income and are spending nearly 15% of their income to service that debt, according to Stats Canada. It matters because offsees alarm raising signals that interest rate hikes have created pretty serious risk to our economy and big financial institutions need to get ready to manage it. 
So far, Canadians are finding creative ways to stay on top of their debt payments, like increasing the repayment period for their mortgage. Almost a third of borrowers have extended theirs beyond 30 years. But when people are stretched to the limit by debt, one financial setback can be all it takes to push them into default. So here's what's next. So long as the job market remains strong, most analysts agree that people will continue paying their debts. But if that happens to change, things could get messy, Brett. And for our third and final story this week, if you were disappointed by the new grocer code of conduct for being light on details around how the new rules would actually be enforced, we've talked about this before on the podcast, this might be some welcome news for you. So driving the news, this week, the Parliamentary Committee looking into the high cost of groceries released 13 recommendations tied to their findings. If the government determines grocers are making excess profits on groceries, one sweeping solution could involve a windfall tax on grocers. The committee also acknowledged that grocers have faced cost pressures from supply chain issues and labor shortages, but also noted that net income and profit margins have notably increased compared with before the pandemic. Now, if you ask the grocers, they're adamant that they've been responding to the price hikes passed along to them by suppliers, as well as benefiting from profits tied to higher sales of high-margin pharmacy products like supplements or cold medicine. It would actually be easy to ask them. There's like three of them. So you get them all in one cab ride and ask them there. But to catch you up, some economists have begun advocating for governments to introduce windfall taxes as a way to discourage businesses from keeping their prices high, even as they generate profits above and beyond the norm. The parliamentary report found some witnesses suggested that taxation can play an important role in the current inflationary environment as a tool to help regulate large companies in certain sectors that, in their view, are setting retail prices that exceed their production costs. And it matters because by September 2022, the rising cost of groceries had outpaced the overall pace of inflation, which was 6.9%, to 11.4%. And as inflation slowed, food prices, well, they stayed high. And if that persists, the pressure will grow for the feds to step in and do something. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a good day, Peak Pals. And to the 40 millionth Canadian, welcome. And we hope you're listening. Welcome.